Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of us bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. What happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And... The May Happy New Year, everyone. 2024. Can you believe it, Victoria? No, I can't. No. Jen, come on. Seriously. I mean, we made it another year. We have a lot for all of our fans out there that have been listening. We want to say thank you once again. And don't forget, if you don't have a New Year's resolution, here's one for you. Tell all your friends to subscribe, like, and start telling everyone about Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Yes, like, subscribe, and follow. Get it out there. Four is my favorite number. I'm Jennifer Pershing, Miss March 2009. Four is my favorite number. I'm Donna Perry, Miss November 1994. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was going to say something really cheesy, like six is my favorite number, and I'm... <laughs> wow. Angel Boris, Miss July 1996. <laughs> and I'm Carly Lauren, Miss October 2013. <laughs> this, is when, this is when the mayhem really happened. Oh my god. The party gosh, just happened. We've been literally on day two. Like, We're almost ropping out, ropping <laughs> yep. out. I'm oh, so giddy right now because I'm literally freaked out right now what just happened. Oh, We just took I a picture with what... the freaking fonts. We did. I had an out-of-body experience oh. in that moment. I'm not going to I got to put yeah. my hand on his shoulder and I'm like, stop. <laughs> oh, I'm touching the phone. Uh, yeah. I had his poster in. I told him this. I go, dude, I, I had your you. poster you were in my boy. freaking bedroom. He yeah. was like, holy shit, you're the fucking fault. Well, it was very <laughs> surreal. Was and and that yeah. was Brian. Yeah. About 10 minutes ago. That was crazy, man. Yeah, that this was crazy. Fun about he was so like, nice. Yeah, the nicest, right? I mean, right? You get so many people so that come to nice. these shows and you get to meet people and you know, and we've been talking about you know, you ladies and, and you have fans coming, but we just got to be fans. We got to be we, fans. We just got but at to the go same in there, time, it's oh like, hi, we're gonna come see you, but here's ten playmates who were like <laughs> centerfolds, and he's like cool, he and we're like great. cool, you know, and we were like it was a moment where like I felt like he was equally enamored. Yes, as yes. yes, and it was like yes. a surreal experience. It, like, I'll oh, no, never totally forget that as long as I live. Send me I want, that picture. I want to ask him what it was like when he like, you know, when he rode his bike up over the ramp and then he jumped into freaking Arnold's freaking chicken uh shack. Remember that on Happy Days? <laughs> well, what was that like, bro? <laughs> or when you like jumped the shark. Remember that when they came to California? And I don't think he shark? actually did that. <laughs> it happened, man. It was all real, dude. He's Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> He could do the Dude, you know what I used to love? It's like, I remember Pinky hey. Descadero. Like, Pinky yeah. Descadero yeah. would come on that show and you're like, <laughs> and you do the little slap slap on your, and you do the little point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm acting like a dork. Well, I can't wait right to now. send my I'm mom really that picture. I'm really out. That it's was okay. cool. Yeah. I feel like he invented cool. And he oh. was cool. He still does. Still is cool. He's the reason I like leather jackets. Right? Right. By the way, did you notice his hair? 
It was perfect. Oh my god, it was great. He, he yep. got it was remember really great. he kind of let it go, and he was doing these other movies, and he was more of a he was getting rid of the Fonz look. He the Fonz was back. No, the Fon, the Fonz looked like he's been taking care of himself too. Like he's he just looked really like fantastic and. So much energy, and the way he looked at every one of us. He shook our hands. Our hands. Our hands. Asked our wow. name, and he just looked uh, right into yes. your eye, and you're like, wow. holy crap, class dude. Act. You're he the freaking phones. <laughs> but you know what? If that's what you're yeah. supposed to do. But that is someone who truly appreciates the fact that he's in that position in his life where people are coming to meet him, and he Yes. Yeah, we're all like fangirling over here. Like half. You know, and I like that you said that. The thing that flashed in my head, like Hef. Hef would have. Hef took time. He would have taken to the time. say hi to every single person. Ask them their name. Yes. Yeah. Here's a man Shake who's living name. with That's gratitude right. every so day. It was yes. very. You know, and I'm glad that you said that. You're yeah. absolutely right. So true. Living mm-hmm. with gratitude, and yeah. he gets it. Yeah. And I think when people they they get their dream and they forget that the only reason you're there is because you do have fans. Especially in who, entertainment. Yes. And to take the time with each fan, yeah. it's important. Yeah. It's Whether amazing. it's the beginning of the show or the, or the, the last the hour. Show. That you that person took the time to walk over to see you. You take that moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to talk about <laughs> fandom because that's what we're doing here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Donna, Jen, switch. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Are we I really mean, flipping? I mean, Flip. the, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah physically, yeah. Has to happen. Okay, wait. I've been fangirling over her all day, so th- this <laughs> is <laughs> exciting. I have to make sure that was poured. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. everybody. Cheers. 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 I love you. Ready? More. Tiny like bubbles. <laughs> I love you more than you love me. Hey. Oh my gosh. You need to sign it. Oh, I need to sign it. I will. Yeah. And we were talking about fandom. The tone. Talking about the meeting best. the one and only Arthur Fonzarelli, who is Henry Winkler. Yes. Oh, and, cool. to, and, and the fact that he took time with each of us, wanted to meet us, know our name, shook our hands, we got the picture. And the whole premise of this show, when we were talking, you know, Brett and I. We, we had had some conversations, and I said, dude, we got to capture this show to be what it really is to live in our lives. Yeah. It's, this is what it's like for us to just hang out, just to go grab beers. Like last <laughs> night. Like, last like night last was the night. best. Right? Here to go. I don't want to ever want this show to ever be scripted. The show is never supposed to have like a you format. You wished you had a hot mic on last night. <laughs> he was. Us. He did. He was so and us mad. Acting. Oh my god. Right? Last night. Last night. Burn it in his mind. So, so he was last like, oh night, my god. right? Oh. So last so night. Was so we fun. we had this great dinner, and, and that was great that you offered to uh, VIPs. And then Jen, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I better wind down. Maybe I should go home. Nope. And Jen's all, no, you're gonna stay. Get right? a room. <laughs> you're gonna stay. Get a room. I'm, I'm like, coming with you. Let's go to the front desk. Shit, we're doing this. Yep. I got a room. Nice. <laughs> nice. Not together. See, Not together. <laughs> For her husband that's listening. See, I have well, And that one would have totally peer pressured me to stay. And I'm like, dude, I have no change of clothes. I am I not a second doing bed. the walk of shame all day I had day a second tomorrow. bed. I wish I would have known. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Yeah. I might get another one tonight. Oh, my gosh. The dinner oh. bar closes down on us. I know. So yeah. we all work our way to the outside bar. The outside bar closes down on us. So now we work our way into the inner bar between the two. 
<laughs> they say they'll stay open for us till 2 a.m. By the way, that bartender was so patient with us. He was. He was. We were out of control. Oh, yeah. No, but we were out. You ladies were out of control. Oh, I was, <laughs> were out of control. Listen, I was, I was seeing, out of control. No, I, I was seeing sideways. I went into like J-Fly Pirate Eye at one point because I had to close one eye to have everything level. And I said, do you still make hot coffee? And he gave me the biggest cup of hot coffee. And that's what I needed. Oh, because man. It was, he was very patient. I know. He was so, <laughs> so nice. calm. The car that, was done. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. But you were loving it. Hi. I'm standing there watching these ladies, right? Victoria's having her own conversation. I'm watching, uh, yeah. Victoria's watching me because yeah, yeah. she knows Jen me. and Angel are in their own conversation. I'm all, this is the show. Oh my God, they're doing it right now. I'm like, I almost want to say, shut up and stop. Save it. Save At it the same the time, I'm like, I wish we had a microphone. I want to record this because... I got to watch, Joe, we just talked about fanning out about Henry Winkler, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched Jen uh. fan out over Angel. <laughs> and I, I, tell our listeners why. Okay, so, <laughs> it's, like, this is a lot. I am a, I love watching television shows, right? But one of my shows that I've watched since I was nine was General Hospital. <laughs> I know every person who has done every guest appearance. <laughs> she's like super You're fan. You're a soap opera fan. No, she's a super fan of General Hospital. I'm a real. super fan of General Hospital. Not just soap opera, like General Hospital. Of General like Hospital. That's the show. Hospital. Okay. <laughs> so like Kelly Monaco General also Hospital. being yes. a... I got a story on that, but keep okay. going. Keep so going. she was one of the reasons why I... Tested someone should because I guess like after after she got on General Hospital you didn't see a lot of the Playboy stuff right. happening, but then I she's from the Philadelphia area same area I'm from, and I would I'm like fangirling. Then Rogue Bunny starts and I'm like Wait, she looks so familiar. <laughs> and when you're talking about Angel Boris, and I look it up and I'm like gee oh my oh my god like I remember these episodes and then I'm like I can't. She's like, she well, had to put two and two together. But ah. then she also realized I was on 90210. And I didn't like her on 90210. <laughs> she didn't know. She wasn't. And I was the same actress. I was like, did you put the two and two together? Like, when you saw me on General Hospital, did you know I was the same girl from 90210 that you, you hated? There was a scene <laughs> where you're sitting on a desk and I'm uh, like, this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And I just remember being like 18, 19, however old I was. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. But I'm like, that's what it takes to be a good actress. Oh, though, because that. That you were on General Hospital. What were the years you were there? So, and your character name for those who um, didn't watch the show. Yeah, so let me see. I Very think synonymous I, with her own I name. I know. I want to <laughs> say it was like, two. In, I believe it was 2001, early 2001. And so my character's name on General Hospital was Angel as well. Angel right. Ellis. And the funny thing is, is I originally auditioned for Carly, the role of Carly, which was cast by the amazing Tamara Braun. And, um, and I knew going into the audition, I was like, I don't feel like I'm right for that role because Carly is a very, Carly and Sonny are two very iconic power couple on yeah. General Hospital, you know? And I, I just I thought, like, I don't know if I'm right for Carly. And I had 
actually auditioned for General Hospital like several times. So this was like my third time in. And so I went and auditioned and Mark Teschner, who was the casting director, was like, you know what? You're not right for Carly, but we really like you. So the producers want to like consider a character, develop a character for you. I was like, hell yeah. But then when they named my character Angel, it was kind of like a little like, oh boy. <laughs> you know, when you're you at the grocery store, and it's different when someone's like, Emma Bennett? Like, Emma Bennett? Or whatever your character is, like, Angel? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> you, are you angel like, me or do you know me from General Hospital or do I know you know you? Yeah. <laughs> it There's was no separation. so confusing yeah. at, in the beginning. Um, it kind of got me off guard. So there's... I don't so, know if I love that they named my character Angel, but... But what did it feel like for you, like, when Jen was telling you how, like, she it was fanned the ultimate, over you? Like, you were her I favorite I her character. her all day today. Like, before knowing you. Uh, honestly, before knowing you, know. and all of a sudden, she's <laughs> so your... She's right? a She's a bunny sister. I know. It was, well, like... She slept seriously? outside your hotel room door last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked by her this morning. She, she was, was still there. Here? I got pictures. And you know what's so cool is like, Jen is a playmate who um, I never got the pleasure to work with. Because you were, what year were you? 2009. 2009. So like in 2009, I was busy having babies and being a mom and all that stuff. So I I kind of fell off the Playboy world for a long time. So I wasn't around much. So I never got to meet her. And, and through this project, through the Rogue Bunnies, like in her engagement with everybody and, and also her own AMA, like I just knew right away. I'm like, I like this girl. I had no idea she was such a super fan. You know, like I hadn't known that. Last night was the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> Geeked out, but super fan. Geeked fans. out. Daughter, I don't think I've ever. It. it was like, like it was like because I, 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 of course, I knew peer pressure. I don't think I've Carly, ever had daughter, such you an have experience. To have like, like, you know, Jen is already vivacious. She's, she, yes, she is. I know, I know. No, I know. I know she's outgoing. Really? But it I was never like, would have guessed. It was like kitty like fandom. And I'm watching the whole shit. I'm taking pictures like, holy shit. It was like you with Henry Wheeler. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah, it, it was, was. kind of like that. Yeah. I got to say, I've done a lot of like... <laughs> I've done a lot of autograph conventions, and I've actually also done a couple, like, General Hospital fan events. Jen 100% wins the prize for, like, most excited, most Uh genuine, like, true super fan. And it it was honestly, like, the best feeling in the world, because I'm like, I already love her, but now I just, like, love her even more. It's a respect (laughs) thing, though, because that is I mean, we can get you guys a room. And... I mean, we can make this all happen. Sure. No problem. Carly. Wait, can I join you? <laughs> 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 oh, my name is Oh, no, we was can't do, Were you guys party. into soap opera? Is there like... I No, not really no. much, uh, but I was familiar. Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Like, through sands of an hourglass. <laughs> Yes. So are yeah. the days oh, yeah. of our life. Yeah. I grew up in Jennifer. My mom, had, a, my mom had Young and the Restless and Bold and, and the Beautiful on That was my mom's show. She still watches those. That was but my I mom's. Other than so that, that was the only thing that was ever on yeah. was, you know, Guiding Light, Bold and the Beautiful, yeah. Young and the Restless. Yeah. That was it. So <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> Guys, it's about to get freaking nuts. So stay tuned. Okay. You are listening to Rogue Buddies Mayhem. Woohoo! I love this. We're just yeah, talking about yeah. ghost stories up at the mansion. You know, I was just talking uh, with Michael, our videographer, photographer. 
He was also a butler and worked in housekeeping. And we were talking about like some of the ghost stories that you were bringing up. And you were saying that the, the two rooms right off of the back of security where they did test shots is where most of the action happened. Do you have any stories of where you saw things maybe like fly no, off or go never, crazy oh or God. just creaks? The only time I really saw something, this is actually a great story. After uh, Cara Monaco's Playmate of the Year video, um, I got to be in it. I was like her love interest. We shot it at this like diner in the valley. And as we were driving back, Kara was like, do you want to smoke weed? And I'm like, sure, okay. <laughs> and mind you, I don't smoke weed on a regular basis. I don't care if people do. Just me personally, like, right, right. I can't hang. And I definitely couldn't hang that day because every time she passed it back to oh, me, no. I was like, yeah, yeah, I could do this. Okay, I can keep up with you. I got back to the rooms that you're speaking of, the yeah. guest, guest rooms. What would we call them? The bunny? It was like... It's like the bunny house, but it wasn't bunny. the bunny house. It, it was, was like the, uh, guest house. the guest house. The guest house, yeah. yeah. The guest house. And I locked myself in the bathroom because I was tripping balls. And I was like, <laughs> I do not want to embarrass myself here. Like I, But I like was like, okay, I got to come down from this high. I was so high. And I told Kara the next time I saw her, I was like, how that you smoke that much like on a regular? I'm not outing her, Kara. I love you. Do not be mad at me for sharing this story. It was a long time ago. She now we love Kara. You Kara kidding me? Like an amazing oh my gosh, she's now. so cool. Like she's an amazing mother. But at the time, I definitely um, learned a lesson, and that is moderation. Yeah. And uh, everything is great in moderation, right? I keep yeah. seeing Jen looking over at the bar, going, "Where are my I'm tequila like, shots?" Like I ordered. I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> you ordered it from the last show. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? I'm just waiting. So at the mansion, it's funny to talk about the ghost stories that people talk yes. about now. You know, that, that guest house used to be one big open house. It wasn't like the four rooms. I remember when I first got there, it literally is where Scrapbook used to be. Scrapbook oh. used to be in there. Oh, interesting. And okay. um, I remember, was it Linda and Steve worked in that area? And then they it, it looked like an old cabin. Oh. It was a trip. Yeah. And then they broke it up and made it into the four rooms, right. which was a lot easier because when you ladies would come in, yeah. especially those that didn't live in the L.A. area, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a lot easier to get you back and forth like to Studio West Absolutely. up in Santa Monica. Yeah. But and especially for like, parties, But nothing too. like the like, bunny house the down girls the street. Could come in, yeah. The girls could come in for like the parties mm -hmm. and bunk up together. Yeah. And like you could get a lot more girls, but so, yeah. So when you had the bunny house, right? Because mm -hmm. Jen, you lived there too. I did. And... I know there were rules, you know, because we wanted oh, yeah. to make sure that you ladies were safe. But were there any kind of like after parties that maybe you could now reveal that say, hey, these were crazy, that we, we, we did sneak these people in? At least no? during our time that I, like, I was there, because I was there a little bit before, before you. Yeah. We were so scared. It was myself, Janine Habeck, Sarah Underwood, and Crystal. And who else was it? Amanda Page for like a minute, Jillian Grace for like a minute. Um, wow. We were all just Flashbacks so right grateful to have a place to live. That yeah, we, did, sure. we We saw it as like Hef's house. We didn't want to be disrespectful. Now, mind you, we were going out. Like, we would go out to the clubs, and we were definitely, <laughs> but we never brought the party back. Like, no. I, to my knowledge, we never had, like, any guys come back. We didn't want to be disrespectful. And that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think that we we knew we had a good thing going, and we didn't want to mess yeah, it up for sure. And yeah. you also didn't want the girls that you're living with bringing like randos. <laughs> which I'm looking at Jen right now because I do have a funny story. I do remember one guy, but he didn't come in. Um, it was Dave Navarro. He dropped us. He dropped me off. Okay. Wait, Dave Grohl? No, Dave Navarro. He was like 
he such a gentleman. He was such a sweetheart. He was so, so nice. good to me. Loved you. So good to me. Oh, he loved you. Oh, it just, I just every party we worked, any any I did two Halloween parties and he was the host and we were like the bunnies and it was like How's Allison? And, no, that, was, and I will was say, cool. he walked me to the door, and even that, I was, like, nervous about. Like, we hadn't gone on a date. We went to, like, we must have gone out or done something. But he was like, oh, let me. He was just being a gentleman. And he's like, let me walk you to the door. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want anyone on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is good. You know, I like that you say that because, remember, he was married to Carmen Electra. Yeah. I think when I try to explain this to other guys, because they're always like, what was it like? Was it they got to go, you know these girls? I'm all, yeah, but you don't understand. It's like, once you get to know you ladies... You end up becoming the brother, and yeah. you want to protect these ladies, yeah. and they're like your sisters. Yeah. And to hear, like, say, like Dave Navarro, right? Yeah. Here he is, you know, married to Carmen Electra, but now yeah. he's invited up all the time at the parties. I would see him all right. the time there. Yes. And this totally makes sense to me. He's going, oh, I'm not crossing those lines. Nope, I got to no. protect you, ladies. Yeah. Make sure yeah. you're all cool. I think yeah. that's cool that people know this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, that's what was neat when I was talking to Victoria, right? We're saying, okay, Rogue Bunnies, where are you going to go with this? I know you're doing the NFTs. Um, and he goes, yeah, but we're doing no nudity. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. So you're taking, you're, you're owning your, what is it called, IPs, IP, right? yeah. Right? And for the person that doesn't know what that means, what does that mean? So it's just, we're owning our own image. We're owning what content Intellectual we property, put, yes, right? Yeah, right? so... But you're taking photos that you've taken in the past that would have been nude, but then now you're like almost doing color forms on it. You're, you're painting yeah, on really digital, cool artwork, art. Pick, yep. decorative art, and then you're going to be looking for new girls we that are. you're going to be bringing into the fold yes. and adding to the family. Yes. And I think with the way the world has gone, this is a really great time for people to understand that there's a certain respect of like the female form, right? It's an art form. We can look through history and go to any museum and see nudity and see, see the yeah. art form. But it's the respect factor that I love that is being carried on and which the boss is really the one that set that. Exactly. Yeah, very well said. He really did like lay the foundation for that because he he would not have it. Have right. us, uh, having us be disrespected, at, whether at work or at his home. I mean, not, you know, if there was ever an issue at a Playboy event. Anything. He was the first to be like, I don't tolerate that. That's not yeah. how we... Yeah, I want to touch more on that, but we're going to take a quick yes. break. We're going to be right back. You are listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. Hey, everybody. This is Jennifer Pershing. Happy New Year. This is one of my favorite stories. Bryant mooning a Denny's to see Dave Matthews. I remember back at the mansion, you were the uh, president of the fan club? <laughs> no, I was just he wishes one, he was. one of the original members. That's all. <laughs> not, not the president. Wow. Who are you going to say that? I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm gobsmacked. And by the way, that was our cameraman who, who couldn't stifle himself. Oh yeah, Michael couldn't <laughs> hold that back. Well, Michael, Michael, who also was a butler at the mansion. So he, you know, there's a lot of the inside joke of the Dave who, Matthews with the Bryant. Who do you think trained Michael? Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, before he was even of age, he used to come hang out and just sit in the pantry with us. Oh, my God. That's right. Uh -huh. And then we were like, wait, you're actually working here now? All right. I guess I'll train you. Well, I told him he couldn't, he couldn't start working until he turned 21. Yep. yep. I said, when he turns 21, then we'll bring him in. Yeah. Thank you for that, man. Of Thanks course. for remembering that. And thanks he for like, you know, you take him under. Every single detail of every <laughs> single thing of every day of his entire life. You know, <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, Brian Horowitz and Alan Loeb. 
I swear, you two, your brains, you do have those memories. You have yeah. those memories that can like come up with every detail. It's like, he's like, don't you remember that show in like 2010, and this happened, and then they went into this song, and I'm like, no, I was drunk, like I was vibing, but I don't remember any of that. Touche. Well, maybe part of that is just being sober enough to remember it. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, could be. Well, it I love the be. fact that you both are starting off with the tequila. You're getting your mm -hmm. girls climbed Listen. up for the show tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. What kind of tequila is this? I have no idea. I think this is Patron Silver. Hmm. Yep. Tasty. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is is it mixed with something? A little bit of Perrier, I believe. Oh, okay. Because it's mm -hmm. a large shot glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said I'll have what she's having. It's, so I don't it's, know. it's number four for me, and I'm not talking in cursive yet, so I think we're all right. <laughs> I think we need to reach out to them and uh, tell them they owe us some freaking, uh, you know, sponsorship. Money for sponsorship. Money. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, this is exciting for me, though, because every Dave show that you or I have, mm -hmm. we are attached at the hip on our phones. Yep. Like, they're playing this song. They're playing this song. They're playing this song. And the, oh my God, we're getting this. Oh my God, we're getting that. And only we understand because everyone thinks we're nuts. <laughs> I even did that to you last night while you were at your own. Yeah, I'm Metallica like, I'm show. at Metallica. And he's like, Yeah, they're playing this. I'm like, I can watch it from my <laughs> app because I follow it too. <laughs> have you, either one of you, ever met him in person? No. Yes. You have? He has. But I've <laughs> met Carter and he named his son after the drummer Carter. I did. So we've met each other's like unobtainable like meet and greet. So it's How'd you been... meet him? You want to know my story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Back in 2000, the uh, morning show hosts of K-Rock, Kevin and Bean, used yep. to do, every few months they'd do a breakfast with dot, dot, dot. So they had Radiohead on and they had, you know, U2 and stuff like that. So finally, one day they said, oh, we're going to have Dave Matthews. Not the band, just Dave. And they said, you know, for two weeks, they're like, you know, you can call in and answer these trivia questions, which, of course, I knew every answer. Uh, but you have to be like caller 106 or whatever it is, caller 20. And I could not get through for two weeks. And then the week before the breakfast, they said, OK, we're going to do something different. If you can do something extraordinary or something crazy on the air, we'll give you a ticket to sit not in the crowd, but behind him on stage on pillows. And so I was Dude. like, OK. And so I called up, you know, the, the show is from like six to 10 and I called at five 30 in the morning, just like geeking yeah. out, like, what can I do? And I remember having an old stereo in my room, in my closet. And I'm like, maybe I can break this stereo. They can hear me breaking it. And that would be it. So I call up at five 30 and the guy's like, people have been calling and saying they're going to break more expensive stuff. We need something better than that. So I'm like, I don't even know what I should do. And then I, I was like. I just woke up. I'm sitting here in nothing but boxer shorts. Like, I'm trying to figure out what to do. And the guy's like, what's near you? And I was living out in the valley out in, in Van Nuys. And uh, I was like, well, there's a Denny's about a mile away. And he's like, I just had an idea. And I was like, I think I know the idea that you had. Oh, I was no. like, do you want me to walk into Denny's in just my boxer shorts and try to order food? And he's like, I, he was like, I will put you on the air with Kevin and Bean if you do that. And I was like, consider it done. My roommate had just broken his wrist in like six places and he was supposed to go in for surgery that day. And so he woke up like completely disoriented and it's like seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, dude, get in the car. You have to drive me to Denny's. <laughs> and it's like, I have to what? I was so excited for this. I didn't even bring clothes with me. I literally went in the oh, car shit. in just my boxers. He would do that. Yeah. So I get on the air, Kevin and Bean, I'm sitting in the car and they're like, go in and order. 
So I walked in and I was like, hey guys, I'd like to order some breakfast. Can I get some pancakes or, you know, some eggs? And there was just like an old lady manager there <laughs> and like two bus boys, nobody in the restaurant. And they're just looking at me like I'm an alien and I'm on the air on my cell phone. And then I was like, oh, no breakfast. Let me order some lunch, right? I'll just order some lunch. And they're like, no. And I said, you, you guys aren't really going to serve me, are you? And then Kevin and Bean are like, Brian, can we get a sidebar? So I walk over by the exit and I'm like, what's up, guys? And they're like, they're not going to serve you. I said, I don't think so. They said, you know what you got to do next? And I said, no, I don't. But I bet you're going to tell me. And they're like, you got to moon them. Oh, and I was like, dude. Amazing. I was like, do you think so? And they're like, yeah. So I walked back up to the counter and I said to the you manager. You get arrested for that. Yeah, well. These here, days, here, yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So I said, you guys really aren't going to serve me, are you? I said, you know, you probably just don't think I have money. I have a wallet. You just can't see it. And uh, they were not, oh they did not like my so humor. So did you order a moons over my hammy? And <laughs> then. <laughs> I was, hold, so, so, uh, so I was like, all right then. And I turned around and I'm, I had one hand on my cell phone and with my other hand, I mooned him. And you could hear the manager going, that's it. I'm calling the cops. And I was like, guys. And they're like, run, Brian, run. <laughs> so, I ran into the car. I ran into the car and there was like a Krispy Kreme donuts across the street. And I was like, my, my roommate's name was Mike. I was like, Mike, drive, drive to the, just drive to the Krispy Kreme. I don't want the cops coming after me. And he was listening to it on the radio. Oh and uh, so I won. They were like, that was awesome. You get a ticket to be <laughs> sitting on stage behind him. You know, that's when I got the nickname from my friends. They nicknamed me Moons Over My Hammy. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, so... On the day of the actual breakfast, like we were sitting behind him, I got to like shake his hand and say hi, uh, but I didn't actually get to like talk to him. And then in 2001, the next summer concert series, they were doing a few shows in California and then they did two in Vegas at Sam Boyd Stadium where UNLV plays football. So I got tickets to that and there was an opening band. Uh, she was this African singer named Angelique Key Joe and we'd seen her through the California, San Francisco, LA shows and then in Vegas. And the first night of Vegas, afterwards, we just happened to be in one of the casinos at Mandalay Bay. And there was the background band for Angelique Joe. And so me and my friend were like, we love you guys. You guys are amazing. There's three people opening for Dave, but we always come for you because you're awesome. And they're like, well, if you see us tomorrow, say hi. And I had tickets for the second night, like fifth row. So after the opener, we saw the drummer, Tony backstage and so my friend had gotten the angelique kijo cd at the merch booth and we were like tony tony hey can you send this back to angelique and have her and the band sign it and and bring it back to us and tony's like okay well how many of you are there and i was like well it's just me and my friend and then we have like two or three other friends over there and he's like there's only five of you and he's like come back with me oh my god so oh, we dude. went back Right after Angelique was Macy Gray, who I can't oh, wow. stand. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can't stand her. Her, oh. her voice is like nails on a chalkboard uh, to me. Well, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I've never acquired that taste. <laughs> so, uh, so my friends went up to her trailer and they were knocking on the door and she gave them the cold shoulder. And I was like, yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> and then we went back and we hung out with um, Angelique and her and the band signed. And then we saw Dave and his wife like 50 feet away. And that's when his wife was pregnant with the twins. Aww. And so we were like, are we able to, are we allowed to like go and say hi? And she's like, yeah, he's a great guy. His wife's fine. And so we went over there and I told him, um, you know, last year you did that breakfast with Kevin and Bean. And I told him what I did in order to sit behind him. I was like, yeah, people got to do something crazy. stupid or crazy to, to see it. And he, he looked at me and he's like, how did they know you did it? Did they have a camera on you? 
And I said, no, no, they didn't. But they were on the air, so you could hear it over the phone. He's like, that's rad. So at least I can say that that's I got, awesome. you know, I got wow. the kudos from the guy that I did wow. it for because people were like, yeah, you, did you tell Dave that you dropped your drawers for him? <laughs> I said, yes, I did. You are listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. We have to segue back because in our Metallica show, we referenced you, you because did. I feel oh, like did. I feel like you told a story once about going shot for shot with Lars from Metallica and in Paris. Okay. Shot for shot with Love Lars Ulrich. Wow, oh, I want to hear this. Okay, like this is cool. Times. Yep, I'm gonna try to like. I'm a long story short, not a short story long type person, so bear with me. But I, when I, this is actually when I was married to David Silvera from Corn. We traveled to Europe for like seven weeks. We had our own buses and all this thing was so amazing. Like, oh my God, it was so incredible. And so we were like uh, going to all of these festivals with like Black Eyed Peas and Muse and Metallica and like, oh my God, it was just so like Bulldog Cafe. Like I got so high with Fergie. We ate two brownies at Bulldog Cafe in Amsterdam (laughs) one night. And I swear to God, I am not making book? this up. I need you I, to I write a book. To. I am not making this up. I woke up with David, my ex-husband at the time, next to me, and a whole 12-inch pizza on my chest at the America's Hotel in downtown Amsterdam. The whole term of pepperoni so nipples just, like, the, like exploded the, in my it, head. Oh, so boy. We were so fucking high. And I remember sitting next to Fergie, and she was like, I don't feel anything. I don't, I don't feel anything. It's Fergie. And David's like, no, you just got to give it some time. We've been here a million times. Yeah. We're like, no. So start, we have two, you know, two of the brownies. And next thing you know, I end up with the, the pizza on my chest. But You're hearing the, colors. So listen, so that was in Amsterdam. The, the moral of the story is the next day we had to get on the bus and travel to Paris, which is not too far. I, I don't remember the distance. We did it multiple times, but... We traveled to uh, Paris, and we all stayed at um, this really nice hotel, and we're all off on time, because the the tour had just started, so we're like on America time, or whatever the time, and then we're like four hours ahead, and so we're like sit, actually David and I were walking down the street, and I just recovered from the pizza on my chest, and I'm like walking down the street, we got off the bus, and I see Lars, and like James, Hatfield, and all these people like sitting in this little cafe in downtown Paris, and I look at David and I'm like, oh my God, I am actually not. And, and this, I don't mean this in a mean way. I'm not a Metallica fan. I think they're a little cheesy for metal. I like really heavy metal, like hate breed stuff. So I was like, that's Lars. I do not agree. I am containing I, myself. I <laughs> I, but listen. I, okay, but anyway, you so, see them in the cafe. You see them in the cafe. And they're, well, it's all outside. And by the way, it's 3 a.m. Okay, okay. And... It was normal because we had just come from wherever we came from, Amsterdam. The tour buses just arrived. There was 26 of them or something And you're like in that. Paris now. And we're playing a festival in Paris, France. Right, right. Underneath the Eiffel Tower. And it's like 200,000 people are expected to be there. And we're not there. 3 a.m. cafe. Anywhere Actually, like not maybe? even the next day. It's two days later. Okay, so we're right, like right. partying. So like sit down and Lars talks like this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, uh, <laughs> he's like surfer slash foreign. And I'm like, yeah, Lars. And I'm like, I don't like them. But whatever. Just joking. So we're like, all of a sudden, David was like a very jealous person. He's like Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee was the best man at my wedding for David and also for my husband, Morgan, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fun facts. So he like very jealous. And so I was like, I was like, I'm tired. So Lars said, do you want a shot? I was like, sure. Get a shot. And it's uh, bourbon. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. I don't drink. 
bourbon. I don't even know if I had bourbon ever in my life until that point. And I was, but I was also only 20. So yeah, try everything once. I was legal. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, okay. And then he was like, we're going to take more. However he talked, he had the weirdest Southern foreign accent I've ever heard in my life. I was like, fine. So this is 3 a.m., 6 a.m. rolls around. And which I, I, and I swear to you when I say this, at least 20 shots. Wow. And our hotel was probably two blocks away. Chateau Alaziz or something like that. I just wanted to say that because it sounds fancy. Well, but I mean, Metallica was, was known but, for drinking. Um, I mean, they oh, were they, no, they, they were so like nicknamed uh, Alcoholica. And, but then you know? other things started happening because yeah, yeah. we had shows later. So we started partying, doing other things. And we ended up partying and staying up, I think, until probably the following day until like noon or something like that. And then we all went back to our rooms and then they played the most incredible live rock show I've ever been a part of in my life. But not even just Metallica. The lead singer of Muse came out in Chaps. So he had no assless chops, by the way. Awesome. And he started playing Starlight. And I was like, I get your spoke to tell Oh, wow. And I'm like. That's cool. <gasps> like, it was the most incredible live. When I meant that was cool, I meant like him singing. Not oh, that he's wearing chaps. Well, yeah. But, well, both are very cool <laughs> things. It depends on what you're into, Brian. Or whatever. <laughs> to each his own. Um, so I just, yeah. So, so shot for shot with Lars until 6 a.m. Uh, day off. Show. And, and Paris, and then one of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's and then we actually, you know what's crazy? So Britney Spears married Kevin Federline at that time by yeah, Turtle okay. Island in Fiji. Yeah. Yep. You want to know what's really cool about this story actually gets bigger. Uh, we decided at the end of that tour, because we Corn was leaving Paris, and we were going to Australia to play three shows at Sydney, uh, the Gold Coast, and I think Perth. And the band had, had decided to get a private plane and go to Turtle Island. Because to end the tour because we had been touring for seven weeks after or they were going to tour for seven weeks I think we toured for a week and they were going to tour for seven more they wanted to have a little break before they finished the tour right. leg and so we rented so there was all of the news that Brittany had married Kevin Federline and stayed at this Turtle Island uh, Fiji resort and so the whole band was like collectively decided we're going to rent out Turtle Island before we finished the leg of the tour. So the entire band plus uh, Snoop Dogg actually joined us his band all of his people Metallica didn't. They ended up going to, because they were all like, it's funny because they were all older and married at the time already. They, even though Lars was having a good time, they were still family people. Right, right. They were all like, right. no, we're not going to fam- we're not gonna party at Turtle Island. So we ended up staying at Turtle Island for a week and then we finished the lake in Australia. And then I think they went back to Indonesia. I flew home, but, because I had to work on the prices right. Nice little segue. <laughs> <laughs> Insert next question here. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's having fun as we're uh, recapping a lot of the fun moments that we had through the year. We're talking about crazy stuff with musicians and and a lot of celebrities. And some people are out there wondering, like, what do I do for the New Year's resolution? Well, I did explain. Like, subscribe, and follow Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. But Jen, do you have a New Year's resolution? Be a good person and follow our podcast because we're bringing you new stuff every week and we're having a great time and you don't want to miss anything. That's your New Year's resolution? That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> like, I want... No. This, no You're not I, going for pageant here. No. <laughs> and click. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. Scoop. This has brought new life back in. Like, I miss doing radio with you, Brian, and this has been such a wonderful thing in 2023. So for 2024, you know, we've established this podcast. People are listening to it. People love it. Tell your friends. 
we're bringing playmates on, we're bringing celebrities, musicians, we're doing in real life events, we're covering it all and we never miss a beat and you'll never be not entertained by listening to us. So follow us everywhere and let's go rogue together. Go rogue, baby. And the the mayhem mayhem continues. continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's R-B-M-A-Y-H-E-M-show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem Continues!